Our Lord Jesus Christ was not the first person to die for a cause, nor the last. Neither was he the first or the last innocent man to be condemned. Even on Calvary, he was not the only one to be crucified, for two others suffered alongside him. The martyrdom of St. Oscar Romero, the Archbishop of San Salvador, just over 40 years ago, reminds us how some have been killed just for sharing the message of Jesus. What then makes the Lord's passion so different? One way is that the Gospels tell his story in such a way that we can all feel involved. The passion brought out the weakness of his friends. First, his apostle Judas, one of the twelve, chosen twelve, hears the accusing question, friend, why are you here? Would you betray me with a kiss? And after Judas betrayed him, the other eleven panicked and also let him down. One phrase conveys this. They all forsook him and fled. What if Peter, who is reckoned to be steady as a rock, only a few hours before he had boasted, even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. But when Peter was cornered, it took only a small jibe from a servant girl before his proud claim began to fall apart. He began to curse and to swear that he knew not the man. We are told that when Jesus turned and looked at him, Peter went out and wept bitterly. These were his friends, the ones who loved him and shared his company during the years of his ministry. In the crisis of his trial, not one of them stood by him. How does the passion of Jesus relate to us? Mysteriously, his cross is the means of our salvation, but it is also the story of our lives, of our failures and our recovery. There isn't a part in the whole script that does not involve us. We share with Peter in his pride and then in his denials, and hopefully, we also share in his later repentance. We also mirror the disciples who fled to avoid involvement. Perhaps we have something of the rigid spirit of Caiaphas and the priest, who were keen to reform others, but not themselves. And let's face it, there's also a hint of Judas in all of us. There are times and situations when Jesus could say to us, friend, what are you doing here? On a more positive note, we can identify with the good thief who was crucified alongside Jesus, who humbly asked for a final blessing. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Or we can join the centurion in charge of the execution, who upon seeing how Jesus breathed his last, said, truly, this man was God's son. 
Or we can join in prayer with the faithful ones who stood beneath the cross of Jesus, his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene, and the beloved disciple. Seeing them, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. This account of the Lord's passion has vivid characters and a variety of episodes. I would encourage all of you to spend some time today or this week and to enter into the story. Find 30 minutes and read the gospel account, the passion account from Matthew. Read it slowly and see if you can identify with different characters in it. Any one scene within the story can provide us with food for reflection and prayer. Our aim in reflecting on the passion is to find the good news the story has for us. Here are just a few gentle pointers to prayerfully enter into the passion story. The identity of Jesus is revealed as Messiah and Son of God, not by a display of power, but by being prepared to suffer, even unto death, to show how much our God loves us. Does the passion story offer you a glimpse of how God loves you? Jesus gives us an example of patient endurance and faithfulness in suffering, an experience we must all encounter. It is not really welcome. No one wants to suffer, but sometimes we cope with it better than others. What have you found in this gospel passion story to help you cope with suffering? And lastly, as you read through the narrative of the passion, where do you find yourself resonating with a character in the action? Is there a life-giving message in it for you? For truly, even though this passion story is of suffering and death, it is a life-giving and life-changing moment for all of us Christians because we know the rest of the story and what will happen three days later in the tomb.